Hey everyone, Meadman here. I'm popping in real quick to let you know that we are hard at work sorting through tons of content that we recorded at the Kentucky Bourbon Festival. We had an absolute blast there. We got to talk to some great folks doing some amazing things in the world of spirits, and we're stoked for you to hear all of that, as well as some other shenanigans we got into. So tune in next week for what will be the beginning of several new episodes covering our time up there. Until then, we'd love to take you back to our humble beginnings and replay our very first episode from earlier this year. So grab a glass, pour something nice, and let's get into it. Hey, rock and rollers, it's Whiskey and Rock, a backstage pass to learn about whiskey and spirits and hear stories from industry insiders and rock stars, real-life rock stars. So get ready and join your hosts, D-Rock and JR, for the VIP whiskey experience you've been waiting for. Welcome to the Whiskey and Rock Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the very first episode of Whiskey and Rock. I'm D-Rock. I'm JR. Yeah, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. This is fun. This is like kicking off a brand new, is it expedition? Is that the right word? I think so. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll go with that. This is, uh, it's going to be fun. This will be some trial and error. We're going to learn today, but we're setting off on this, this new journey. All right. So as we start this episode, we want to give you just a little bit of background on us, maybe our whiskey journey. So you get to know us. So you get to know who we are, who you're listening to. So my name is D-Rock, as you might've guessed. I've been a whiskey drinker for probably about 15 years. I remember when I started had some family, went to see them in the beautiful city of Auburn, Alabama. They got me on Crown and Ginger. They were like, do you drink whiskey? I'm like, no. It was like Michelob Ultra and sweet drinks. So started on that, started drinking that. And I was like, man, okay, this is good. I think we went on a cruise shortly after and I bought a bottle of Crown. And I was like, man, I just bought a bottle of whiskey. I've made it. Fast forward a couple of years, my wife and I take a trip to Cincinnati, coming back through Louisville on the way back home. We see the sign for Jim Beam. Let's stop. Stop there. Tried some things. Way too hot for me. They were 90 <laughs> proof at the time, by the way, I mentioned. Uh, I should mention. Uh, and then after that, just slowly kept learning about whiskey. You know, like, you know what? This could be something fun to learn about. So read stories, read uh, Google things. We'd go, we would go to the store. The local stores like Red Dog and Franklin would do tastings. Come on in try some whiskeys. Every week we would go in. It was there. I tried Pappy for the first time. They got one bottle, opened it up, poured it for everybody there. Nice. Yeah. So that was, that was kind of cool. He was like, I'm not going to sell this. I'm going to share it. So I was like, man, things have changed. (laughs) So fast forward to about six years ago, uh, me and a couple of buddies, JP and JD decided to start a little show called the blue collar bourbon show. And we started that show just as let's have something to do, something fun to talk about. Let's learn about whiskey together. So we started on the premise of blind tastings, 50 bucks and under with the whole thing of you'll be surprised what you like and you don't like when you take the marketing out. And over those six years, probably had about 700 different whiskeys. Wow. I think over that. So we, we learned a lot and I acquired a lot to my collection. (laughs) So as you know, kind of my house, (laughs) I've got a lot. So when the blue collar bourbon show ended about uh, just actually very, very recently, uh, I knew that my whiskey journey and whiskey podcasting was not done. I had more I wanted to learn, uh, more roads I wanted to go down. 
So I've got a friend I've had for 25 plus years, also a neighbor who's also heavily, heavily into whiskey, <laughs> and that is JR here. So I threw the idea out to him. He said, yeah, let's do it. So here we are. So JR, it's your turn. Tell us a little bit about your story. <laughs> My story. I'm, I'm quite the novice compared to you. But uh, that. <laughs> but uh, I started, uh, you know, like most people, just drinking Jack and Coke. That was kind of my oh, yeah. that was my drink of choice uh, for many many years, and, and really I was more into wine than I was anything else. Mm. Um, my wife and I were big wine drinkers. And Is that red wine or white wine? Wine. I'm just wine. Okay, <laughs> it's wine time. And uh, and and she decided to to jump on the keto bandwagon. And so in doing keto, she had to give up drinking wine, mm. but uh, she could drink whiskey. So she decided, hey, let's drink whiskey. So that got me going to stores, trying to see what's out there, because I, all I knew was Jack. Yep. And um, I think around the same time, I came across your podcast. I think there was a oh, post yeah. on a neighborhood Facebook page or something like that about your podcast. And and I uh, started checking that out. And like many of your other listeners, I kind of took the journey of of learning about bourbon and whiskey through the podcast. And that led me to, you know, checking out different things at stores, like you said, mm-hmm. doing tastings and kind of expanding my palate, so to speak. And uh, just kind of over the years, figured out what I like, what I don't like. And uh, here I am. Yeah. Do you remember what the first thing you bought after Jack, after you went on that initial yes, journey? Yes, I do. It was because I think you recommended it. It oh. was a uh, it was a high west rye. Okay, which was very spicy. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. My wife was not a fan. Okay, so I think I think I quickly went out and got like a four roses or something like that. And, yeah, and, and that was much much more to her ta- her liking. But yeah, that was I remember that bottle very vividly. Yeah. So one of the things I brought today that I've just poured for us. This is a uh, we got to do a single barrel pick with the fine folks at Chattanooga Whiskey. This was, I guess this was 20, 2020, because this is called the electile dysfunction. That's right. Yeah. And so we picked this during the election with the folks at Cool Springs Wine and Spirits. And this is uh, 117.8. So if we want to dive into this and, and try this. Whew, I just left some Chattanooga whiskey. So I think if I'm not mistaken, this is 75% corn, 25% malt, which from what I'm, I think it's made from malted rye. Caramel malted barley and honey malted barley. So four kinds of malts. Nice. Yeah. So you definitely get that caramel sweetness. Yeah, you get the caramel butterscotch and Yes. It's not as funky as some no. of the some of the chats, which I I'm a big chat fan, but this is a different kind of Yeah, I love chat, but this is yeah. a, you don't get that funk. That all carries over to the palate too. Yeah. You get the honey, yep. you get the caramel. Get a good little bit of spice, a little little bit of citrus. Mm-hmm. Spice straight across the tongue. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't drink like it's proof at no. all. No, not at all. No, this is delicious. I forgot how good this was. That's good. It's a it's a different taste for a chat. Yeah. I think. All right. So I think you actually brought a rye for our next taste. I did. I brought a uh, Forgate. Uh, this is a, a Forgate uh, Batch 25. It's their Andalusia Key Rye. It's a 115.3 proof, uh, aged seven years. It is finished in, uh, it's a rye whiskey finished in Spanish Oloroso sherry and dark rum casks. Okay. So what is the story of Forgate? Are they sourcing this from? They source from all over. Okay. Um, this The ryes, I think, are MGP, um, but don't quote me directly on that. But they, uh, they're they out of Kentucky. They're they're basically a, a producer, and they, they finish... 
most of their products in various uh, cask finishes. They also have uh, some uh, what they call the Kelvin Collection, which okay. is uh, a partnership with the Kelvin Cooperage, mm-hmm. and those are uh, those are delicious as well. So, drink up. So, now how long have you had this bottle? I've had this one a few months. Okay, well, yeah. this is this is about a fourth of the way gone. You must really enjoy this one. I do, and I've I've, uh, I've shared it with quite a few people as well. Okay, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. You get kind of the grassy, minty rye thing, but then yeah. the back end. You get that sweetness yes. on the finish. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Now, yeah. this definitely would not have fit on my last show if I'm thinking price-wise. No, it wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a special bottle. So. Yeah, it's special. For yeah. my first episode, special bottle. I love it. Yeah. You know, our goal on this show, I think, is to feature new whiskeys. New whiskeys to us and maybe new whiskeys that are just hitting the markets. New bourbon releases. And I think we're going to venture into rums. Yeah. Maybe some gins, vodkas, and even beer. Beer. Yeah. I mean, why not, right? I mean, <laughs> a lot of us whiskey drinkers drink, drink some beer. And especially, I mean, when you consider the, one of the first steps of making whiskey is to make it beer. Right. Make your distiller's beer. So I think education. We're learning. Come learn with us. I think we'll have interviews with distillers, maybe some celebrities, rock stars. And hey, whiskey fans, if you want to come on the show. Hit us up. Let's have you on. Yep. But I think before we uh, before we move on, we we have to tell people why the name Whiskey and Rock. Where did that come from? Well, I think uh, I think in talking about putting this podcast together, two of the common threads I think you and I have in our mm-hmm. our, our friendship is, is has been whiskey and rock music. Yeah. And um, you know, you look at it a little, get a little deeper on it. You know, those are kind of things that are kind of jumping off points for forming connections with friends and uh, building greater community. And those are things that we would like to do through the podcast. Um, I know that there was a very vibrant community that you had with your previous podcast. Mm-hmm. We would like to continue down that road with our listeners as well. And so Whiskey and Rock is kind of the marriage of all of that and is kind of more the it's kind of the I guess the catalyst for everything that's to come out of the podcast. Um, like you said, it's, it's not just about whiskey. We want to delve into other areas mm-hmm. because we recognize that, you know, a lot of whiskey drinkers have a lot of other interests, not right. beyond just drinking whiskey. And, you know, and, and that extends to all sorts of things. And, you know, those are those are things that we want to explore on this podcast. Yeah. So, and some of our whiskey friends like to drink their whiskey on the rock. They do. The big rock. So we may examine that, see what, how whiskey there's, changes when you pour it over a rock. There's or, no judgment here in how no, you drink your whiskey. no. Drink however you want. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So before we go on, we just had another pour. Pour number three. Guys, we are, I don't want to say professional drinkers. We're close. We're, we're, we're getting there. My wife kind of gives me the look sometimes when I go through this much in a short period of time. But it's what you do. You do it for the for the people. We do. We yeah. Do. So what'd you pour us now? This is uh, Rebel Cast Strength. Okay. Which, which is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, this particular one is a store pick from a store in Chicago. Okay. Uh, my brother-in-law brought it down for me um, back when I was religiously looking for uh, Rebel uh, cast drinks mm-hmm. uh, before they hit Nashville and every other store got yes, one. Yes, yes. But um, this is one of my favorites. It's 120 proof. Uh, it's it's a it's it's a weeded mash bill from Lux Row. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's Heaven Hill. Yeah, it's Heaven Hill. Distillate. Right. Um, it, it's just a. a tremendous uh at least solid bottle of bourbon and no matter which i mean mm-hmm. i've got i've got several of these and i've blinded them and 
they're all very, very close. I mean, we, I think we picked a yeah, couple. Yeah, we did. We did. And that was a, that was a pretty, I think out of the five options we had, I think we picked, we had four that made the, yeah, was, we were deciding between. Yeah. It was a, that was a crazy trip. Yeah. I think we picked what, two rebels. Do we pick two Ezra or just one? We picked one Ezra and two yes. rebels. Yeah. 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 The Ezra's were a little different. Yeah, they were. But these yeah. were just like, man, you couldn't go wrong. They were solid. Yeah. yeah. So, and these for the price point too, I think are 55, 60 bucks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, very affordable. On the nose, definitely the brown sugar. You get that peanut that you get yes. from Heaven Hill. Yes. Yeah. You get the sweetness you expect from a, a weeded bourbon. Yes. And the peanuts again. It feels like a little more barrel than the age is, but yeah. I like that's what I like about these. And they have a good, a really good mouthfeel. Yes. The viscosity is very good. Yeah, man. These are great. Yeah. Yeah. I think at one time you had like nine bottles, didn't you? Eight or nine. I think <laughs> remember you saying that. Between the Rebels and yeah. the Ezra. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I've got quite a few. Yeah. So I think over these next few weeks, we've got a pretty fun lineup that's kind of scheduled. Uh, next week, I'm excited for this one. We're trying the brand new release from our friends at Yellowstone. It's their new Yellowstone American Single Malt. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad we're going to have Stephen Fonte here with us today. If you haven't done the tour at Limestone, you... Definitely have to do that. The guy's a character. Oh, I, I've met him. Yeah. yeah. I met him at an in-store event and he's a storyteller. Yes, he is. I've I've been up there a couple of times. You get a lot of the same story, but it's still fresh and new every yeah. time. So yeah, I think we'll get him on sometime soon. Good. And then after that one, we're going to, I'm just going to pull the covers back, let you see what's coming on. Well, that sounds kind of weird. Pull the curtains back, <laughs> let you see. Let you see. <laughs> uh because our episode after that, we're going Irish. Diageo has a new one out called Rowan Co. that I'm excited to do. So we'll have that one also. And many, many more things coming down the line, including maybe a Rebel. That'd be great. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to tease it right I hear there. They, yeah, I heard they've got a new product coming out. They do have a new product coming. So hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get that here soon and we'll have that. Awesome. Yeah. Guys, this has been fun. First episode, getting under our belts. I think we're going to get there i think we're feeling good feels pretty good yeah and that's just not the whiskey that's right that's not just the three <laughs> pours of whiskey we've had in this 15 minutes well guys thanks for joining us on this first episode we know that there's a lot of choices when it comes to whiskey and bourbon podcasts and we're grateful that you took the time to listen to ours until next time day in day, day out, out. <laughs> all week long things go better with rock whiskey and rock cheers cheers It doesn't end here. For all things whiskey and rock, and for info on how to join our Patreon, just visit our website at whiskeyandrock.com. That's whiskey, A-N-D, rock. And of course, follow us, share us, do it, like it, love it. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Whiskey and Rock. Whiskey and Rock.